live from New York, or well, reported in New York. It's the Adobe and Teardrops podcast with your pal, Rachel Post, bringing you all the alt-country, rock and roll, roots music, and more that I think sounds good. It's the Adobe and Teardrops podcast. Well... Here it is, the actual end of the line for this podcast. Don't worry, I am way too invested in the blog to give it up anytime soon. I had actually recorded a draft of this a few weeks ago, but got too busy in the lead up to my top surgery to edit it. So now I'm taking the luxury to do the whole thing all over again. When I put the episode together, though, it was a pretty fitting one. (laughs) I had just seen the Queer Country Review show, The Roundup, Americana Fest, announced its 2022 lineup, and, of course, I was preparing for a huge change for myself. It all just feels like a bunch of big shifts in my life and in things that are reflected in Adobe and Teardrops, which is definitely the most consistent thing I've done in the last 10 years. So once again, I want to thank Von Klote for helping me to get the podcast off the ground five years ago and for helping me get Adobe and Teardrops off the ground as a blog 10 years ago. By the way, you can still donate to the Adobe and Teardrops 10th anniversary fundraiser, which supports Jewish immigrant rights group Never Again Action. I'll put the link in the show notes. You can also check out Artworks, where he makes colorful renditions of 80s and 90s TV characters. That's also in the show notes. But I want to go back to that concert a few weeks ago, which featured Patrick Haggerty of Lavender Country, Jet Holden, Paisley Fields, and Austin Lucas. Milo Choi also opened for the four of them. I didn't see any of the usual crowd there. Not the middle-aged white dudes who show up to Austin's shows or the people I've grown accustomed to at Paisley's shows or the Gay Ole Opry. Instead, the crowd was a bunch of 20-somethings having the time of their life. Karen Pittleman of Karen and the Sorrows, who got the Gayle Opry started, hasn't been able to perform publicly because of the risk of COVID. I really missed her, and it got me to thinking about everything that's changed since I began Adobe and Teardrops. I never thought I'd see someone from the punk side of Americana, like Austin, join my local queer country heroes on stage. I mean, no offense, but... I also never thought that queer country artists from Brooklyn would ever gain any kind of national prominence. Seeing the four of them on stage, seeing all the kids in the crowd, the only thing I could think of was, we did it. Everything I'd hoped to do with this blog, with Adobe and Teardrops, it feels like it's finally come to fruition. But that piece feels incomplete without Karen. And in music, like in history, it feels like you only get included in the narrative if you're physically there. That sucks. So I wanted to dedicate this episode to the unsung heroes of Americana from the 2010s. The genre now has a Grammy category, a radio chart, and a prestigious music festival in Nashville. But before all of that, it was a bunch of punks who wanted to soften the blow of their music. So this episode is dedicated with some Twitter crowdsourcing, to all the bands who took it on the chin and should be more revered than they are. And then, keep listening, because I'm not out of the podcast game yet. 
I'll discuss my plans about midway through the episode. But let's start off our first five song set with the song that started it all for me. That's Cowboy Mouth's recording of Let It On Fire. It made me aware that all of the Southern rock I had heard on classic rock radio, it was still a thing, you know, back in 1999. You can hear me go on and on about Cowboy Mouth on Sloan Spencer's One Hit History, which I'll link to in the show notes. Paul Sanchez, who wrote the song, is one of the prolific songwriters who helped pave the way to make New Orleans a punk and rock and roll destination. I don't think it's a stretch to say that we wouldn't have artists like Hooray for the Riff Raff if Paul and his cohort hadn't paved the way. So let's start it out with Cowboy Mouth's recording of Let It On Fire, one of several, so this one is from the album Word of Mouth.
mountain clear cut signs. Have a hundred little houses you can live inside. Have a hundred little kids, yard full of cars. We'll dig another hole so we all don't start. Carrying flames as your hometown Working at a Walmart minimum wage as your hometown Everybody's got the same damn last name That's my hometown Man, they got you now Town's got a broken hearted, a bitter old man who gave up boxing. Yep, I'm at the strip mine digging up bones. Knocked her up when he moved back home. Well, everybody out here is carrying flames as your hometown. Got a true believer who cared too much to die or leave a bird. There's a girl with a tramp stamp picking out songs, sitting by the jukebox all night long. Well, everybody out here is carrying flames in your hometown. Find you 
Coca-Cola, hell yeah, I still could hold you. I'm that lonely. We followed Cowboy Mouth up with Glossary. I've said it before, but I have a confession. I haven't really listened to any of Glossary's other albums except for Long Live All of Us. It was their last. It was their best. Why pursue anything other than perfection? Those cu- first couple weeks of recovering from top surgery, or I guess I should say the first week, uh, you know, my sleep schedule was all wonky because I was sleeping during the day. So I've just been listening to Long Live All of Us as a way to help me fall asleep. And now I've trained myself so that I'm out <laughs> like the second song. <laughs> so if you want something comforting, embracing of all the uncertainty and strangeness in the world, that's the album you want. Long Live All of Us. We also listened to a song off of what would inadvertently become Chris Porter's posthumous album, Don't Go Baby, It's Gonna Get Weird Without You. If you don't know Porter, you know artists who do. Porter was in Some Dark Holler and The Back Row Baptist. He dated Bonnie Whitmore, whose recent project The Whitmore Sisters is gaining some recognition. On his album, the band consisted of Will Johnson, drive-by truckers Shauna Tucker, John Calvin Abney, Chris Masterson, and Eleanor Whitmore of The Mastersons. Are those enough bona bona fides for you? And we rounded out the set with Gabe's request for Audra May. I remember the name, but can't say I listen to her music too much. But hot damn, what a voice. Brandy who? The last song of the set was Joey Plunkett in the Wait, as requested by Tucker Riggleman. We'll be playing some of Tucker's music in a couple seconds. I mean, you may notice that most of the artists in this episode are white dudes, and I say, yes, you're right. That's why I started Adobe and Teardrops in the first place, to insist on a platform for the artists who I knew were out there. And I'm happy that this is no longer a pipe dream on a random blogspot blog. Americana is as diverse as ever, and I hope that that continues. But in the meantime, here's a bunch of white dudes, (laughs) mostly made of Tucker's own requests. I feel like This first band, Drag the River, is well-known among Americana nerds, but maybe not so much to the rest of the world. As you'll hear, John Snodgrass, the lead singer, truly has the quintessential Americana voice. This is Here's to the Losers by Drag the River. I've been 
Got into a barroom. 
some feller kick my teeth in as I was going for my knife. That's the last thing I remember. At the Cambridge Port Salute last night. At the Cambridge Port Saloon again. Someone started playing Motorhead at the Cambridge Port Saloon last night. At the Cambridge Port Saloon last night. I fell down.
Too much living is gonna put you in the ground.
once again, to be totally transparent, I never really listened much to Lenny and the Pissport Boys. At the time, it was kind of too old school sounding for me, and this was their only album, but that was Cambridge Port Saloon. I need to go back to it now that I have more refined tastes and a better appreciation for like traditional American music. Tucker also nominated his own band, Prison Book Club. I was so excited when this EP came out, and I'm also excited that Tucker is still out there making rock and roll that will get your blood running hot. So just search Tucker Riggleman and you'll find all of his many, many projects. Then we listened to Becky Warren's Ode to the Military, as requested by Dirt Reynolds. Warren really is an incredible songwriter. This album, War Surplus, was put together using Warren's interviews with veterans and captures the absurdity of war. Speaking of absurd, after that was Have Gone Will Travel's Spirit of Discovery from their concept album about the Ernest Shackleton voyage, Science from an Easy Chair. This next set is pretty much all for my man Reginald Spears at Farsa Music. I've not spent much time with the first three artists in this set, but I am looking forward to catching up. So here's Robin Ludwig's Out of These Blues. Play the title track off my new uh, project. It's called Out of These Blues. Did you say you were leaving as soon as the sun turns red? Cause that's when I go right out of my head. There ain't no sunshine deep down in a cool dark hole baby that's just the way that I roll well I thought I loved a woman sweet Caroline well she left me Don't wait But what makes me cry 
Lessons over. 
Make something out of nothing Temporary restoration An original creation A dead ringer for the real thing High, wide, and handsome Taking pennies from the jar In interesting conditions You discover who
Reginald's other requests were Haha Tonka and the Trishas, who, again, I missed the first time around, but won't make that mistake in the future. After them was Arwa's Nancy, which, like Drag the River, came out of Colorado. You can hear John Snodgrass again on the song Abacus. Arwa's Nancy was an amazing band live, and the lead singer Corey Call now has a band called Little Teeth that has like that same raw yearning. They're based out of Germany right now, but hopefully they'll come visit us sometime soon over here. Last in that set was the Pollies, which are the greatest backing band in Americana, but when they put out their own psych rock album in 2012, Where the Lies Begin, nobody was doing it. Now that's just what indie rock sounds like. So we got to give all of these folks their flowers because nobody should be forgotten. Speaking of which, here's what I'm doing instead of Adobe and Teardrops. I'm going all in on Rainbow Rodeo, the queer country zine. I've launched a bi-monthly newsletter of queer country news, which, starting this summer, will feature essays by other journalists and artists. Those essays will then be compiled into a zine that comes out twice a year. So we've already got two print issues under the belt. To expand my media empire, I'm going to restart my Queer Country interview podcast, this time under the name Rainbow Rodeo. So keep an eye out for that in the next few weeks. I'm planning to put the first episode out the last week of May. The best way to keep up with Rainbow Rodeo stuff is to sign up for the newsletter, links to in the show notes, and make sure you click that subscribe button twice. To financially support Rainbow Rodeo, you can donate through the Rainbow Rodeo website or sign up to the Patreon. You'll only be charged when the zine is ready to print twice a year. Well, this brings us to the actual final, very last song of the Adobe and Teardrops podcast, Two Cal Garage's No Shame. This song has fueled me for the last 10 years, and it's going to keep me going well beyond that. So for the last time, I say, in music we trust, in music we believe, take care of yourselves out there. There's a TV set on a PV amplifier. I'm lying in bed watching the outsiders. And thanks for asking, but things have never been worse. Cause nicotine and losing was all we've been doing since the heat came off the wall. My starts to wander, I begin to ponder the thought of yourself.
giving up and just giving up and walking away.